Father, we thank you for your hand of protection around us throughout the day, God. Lord, we thank you for being mindful of us, Father. Lord, how you met every need on today, God. There was nothing lacking, nothing missing in our lives, God. And Lord, we give you honor and we give you glory for it, Father. Lord, we pray that even as we go forward in this service, Lord, that you would enter into this place, God. That you would meet us where we each are, God. And that you would satisfy our souls, God. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for you are a good God. You are a good Father. Hallelujah. Lord, we just pray, Father, for those that are on their way. Lord, that you would protect them over the highways and the byways, God. Lord, even though it's raining outside, Lord, it's your rain. So, Father, we pray that you would just allow everyone to make it here safely. And, Father, as our apostle brings forth the word, God, Lord, we pray that it be a remnant word, God. A rhema word, God. Lord, a fresh anointing, God. A fresh revelation, Father, that, that we can grasp hold to, God. And that we can apply to our lives, Lord, that we can move forward, God, from faith to faith, God. And Lord, we pray that anything that would try to distract us, God, from entering into your presence, God, we bind that thing in the name of Jesus. For Lord, you said whatsoever we bind on earth that you would bind in heaven. So God, Lord, we bind it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And you said whatsoever we loose on earth, that you will loose in heaven. So God, we pray that you will loose your anointing. We pray that you will loose healing. We pray that you will loose deliverance. We pray that you will loose finances. We pray that you will loose, God, everything that your people need on this evening, God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, there's power in the name of Jesus. So, God, we offer up a sacrifice of praise to you, God. We offer up worship to you, God. And, Lord, we offer it up because we believe in your word, God, that your word will not come back void. But everything that you have said, God, will come to pass, God. And we believe it. Come on, Zion. If you believe it, open up your mouths and give God some worship in this place. Hallelujah. Bless your name, God. We worship you today, God. For you are a good God. You are a gracious God. You are a faithful God. And we bless your holy name on this evening, God. Hallelujah. Bless your name, God. We worship you today, God. And we honor you, God. For you are worthy of glory and you are worthy of honor. Hallelujah. Bless your name, God. Bless your name, God. Come on, put your hands together in this place. Let's give God some worship as we set the atmosphere for you, God, to get glory in the name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God. We thank you that there is power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? Have you seen the power of Jesus the Christ in your life? Hallelujah. We thank you, God. So as we sing this song to you, we trust, oh God, that you who are in the breaking of chain business, hallelujah, will do just that, Lord God, off our minds, out of our lives, oh God, off those mindsets that you would help us, oh God. Hallelujah. To cast down every vain imagination, every high and lofty.
lofty thing that wants to see itself higher than the name of Jesus the Christ. We thank you, God, for breaking every one of those chains for your glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
that are fit to carry your glory. Purify us again, oh God. For we are a people of unclean lips. Touch your coal to our mouths, oh God, and burn away anything that is not like you. Purify our hearts and our minds and our intentions that they may truly line up, oh God, with your heart. Lord, we don't want to just be people who chase after your hand, oh God, but Lord, we seek your face. Lord, we don't just seek your hand, oh God, but we seek your heart. Lord, we seek your mind. Let us be people who truly have the mind of Christ. Remake us in your image. That we will be reflections of your glory. Remake us in your image. That we would have your character, your fruit of the Spirit. And we would have your power, your gift, and spirit alive on the inside of us, ready to carry you and your kingdom to the ends of the earth. We thank you for the privilege of being true kingdom carriers. And we magnify your name this evening. Hallelujah. Purify our hearts. Hallelujah. That's our heart's desire, oh God. To be vessels worthy of the King's use. Anyone in here want to be used by God in a, in a way that just blows our own mind? <laughs> We want to be useful in the hands of our King. Hallelujah. Good evening and welcome to Life Changers Church. Welcome to our Wednesday evening equip session. How many people know if you want to go to the ends of the earth with the kingdom of God on the inside of you, you have to be equipped. We have to be equipped so that we can truly take the power of God with us everywhere we go and claim territory for our king. Amen. We're taking back the territory. You know, when we encounter people, we pray for them and God empowers us to take over territory in their lives, things that the enemy has tried to steal from them. Lord uses us, mere clay, to do his will. And it is an honor to be useful in the hands of the king. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for coming out and joining us this evening. We're going to take this moment to greet someone you don't know. Tell them that you are happy to see them.
Amen. The Lord is going to pour out his presence. It's going to be an amazing, amazing night. So this Sunday at 7 p.m., we will be meeting here. We will not have our Sunday a.m. service. We'll be having our outpouring revival service at 7 p.m. Sunday evening, and all are welcome. Also, our strategies of war. How many people have ever been to a strategies of war that we've had? It is Oh my goodness, the Lord shows up and shows out. And so you get the, you get the Holy Spirit uh, just overflow, and then you also get powerful teaching and equipping. So if you think you've been getting a lot out of this class, you do not want to miss the Strategies of War Conference. It is going to be amazing. I remember the first year that we had it, when I went into that, that conference, I wasn't really doing ministry. I was just wanting, knowing that that was my calling, but still kind of on the sidelines. And the Lord did something radical in my life on the inside of me, and I have never been the same, okay? So if you, if you feel like you're just kind of on the edge and you just need like a Holy Ghost, like kick you over the edge to get on that other side, don't miss that. Holy Ghost kick, okay? It'll be in the building that weekend. So we are um, starting registration for that. Terry is actually in the back taking registrations this evening. If you would like to go ahead and register, registration is $25 and it will go up. That's the early bird registration price. So it will go up to $45 on May, is it 19th? May 19th. And I think those I had to count my announcements in my head. Okay, yes, so now we are going to worship the Lord with our giving um, and have an opportunity to um, sow into what the Lord is doing. If you would like um, an envelope, you can raise your hand and someone will bring you an envelope. Um, there are a few different ways that you can give here at Life Changers Church. Um, you can give the old-fashioned way via the envelope method. You can go to our website. If you're um, watching us online, you can go to our website, which is www.lifechangerschurchintl.org, and you will click on the e-giving tab. Um, or you can also use our Givelify app. If you have the Givelify app on your phone, um, you can look at Life Changers Church Fairfield, and you can also give that way. Amen. And we will give people a few moments to get their tithe and offering together. It's always a blessing to be able to sow into what the Lord is doing, to be able to sow into good soil. I always say if you're being blessed somewhere, then that means it's bearing fruit in your life. So that makes it good soil. <laughs> Amen. And when you have your offering ready, you can just stand up and bring it to the front. And we are going to dismiss our kingdom kids. Just whenever you're ready, you can just stand up and bring your offering to the front. And I'll just bless the offering. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to sow into your kingdom, God. We ask that you will use <clears throat> the seed that we sow, God, to do wonderful things, Lord, in the lives of your people. Lord, we thank you for every salvation, Lord, that will be received. 
Lord, we thank you, God, for every healing, for every miracle, for every deliverance, for every restored marriage, oh God, for every thing that you are going to do, Lord, because we choose to partner with heaven so that your kingdom can be established and expanded here on the earth. In Jesus' name, amen. God, man of God, what's up? Good. Well, praise the Lord. It's good to see y'all tonight. How y'all doing? Come on, if you're blessing, you know you're blessed. Let me hear some noise. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm glad that uh, you all are here tonight. We're going to have some fun tonight. Amen. And uh, I have a, a very short teaching, like, if y'all behave... I'll be done in like, like record time, amen? Y'all know that passage where it said that in the book of Acts that Paul was uh, preaching a long time, and, uh, and a man named Eutychus fell asleep while he was preaching, and then he fell out the window and broke his neck. That's what happened when you fall asleep on anointed teaching. Don't do that. I'm just playing. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, so, yeah, I just have a, sh uh, a short abbreviated um, teaching tonight, and then we're going to actually get into some time of demonstration and prayer, uh, where we're actually going to pray for people who are here today that need deliverance. Um, you may have come tonight. Thank you, Manasseh. You may have come tonight, and you said, no, nah, preacher, I'm good. And uh, so hopefully uh, the teaching will be able to draw out of your heart is a grain the size of a mustard seed to realize that, hey, you know what? Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with me receiving um, prayer this evening. So we ready. Amen. And uh, we're ready tonight for that. So, uh, so we'll, we'll do that uh, real quick. So this is week six. Uh, today we're talking about open doors. All right. Open doors. And um, I hope that uh, I've tried to, I, I intentionally tried to lay the foundation and groundwork without doing any kind of prayer or any kind of deliverance for the first uh, five weeks um, because I wanted um, to really lay that framework so you could get an understanding, um, theologically speaking, um, just concerning uh, this, this vital, vital New Testament ministry and, um, and its importance in the life of every, of every Christian, every, every person. And, uh, and so now uh, this back half of uh, the remaining uh, six weeks or so that we have together, um, there'll be more teaching. It won't be as um, heavy, theologically speaking, um, but we'll do some, uh, some very practical things tonight, um, next week, and in the weeks to come. Next week, uh, we're going to talk about signs and symptoms of demonization, all right? Signs and symptoms of demonization. How will I know if I'm a candidate for deliverance? How will I know if I need it? And uh, one of the things I've learned is that people have lived um, with uh, with demonic oppression for so long, um, they actually think that it's a part of their life. And, um, and that's a very dangerous thing. You know, it's, you know, Jesus came to set captives free. And one of the things that we learned and we looked at a few weeks ago was that demons, um, actually last week, that demons are actually personalities. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're persons. Um, they're just persons that roam without a body. And so they talk, they have a sense of humor, um, they get angry, 
uh, they have a will, they have desires, and, they, and their, one of their uh, desires is to express their desire or will through a human vessel. That is their greatest desire, is to be able to find a, a home and abode to live in so that they can express their full will through the life of that person. And so the challenge or the reality is, is that there are scores, 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 multitude of people, even some that are here tonight, guaranteed, um, that are demonized um, uh, in different ways or different degrees, all right? And, um, and, and a lot of you may think that, uh, well, you know, I've been saved 30 years, 40 years. I've been walking with the Lord. I love the Lord. It makes no difference. It makes no difference. I'm just telling you just what I know. I'm not talking from... Of, uh, you know, from a book, I'm talking from practicality, practical sense. This is what we do, amen. Now it don't matter how long you've been long, uh, how long you've been saved, how long you've been walking with the Lord. I don't care if you're preaching, I don't care if you're pastoring. Um, it does not matter, okay? It doesn't matter. Trust me when I tell you that. All right, and uh, and I've tried to take the you know, uh, the initial weeks to really lay that framework so that you could see. Um, uh, that this is a vital ministry that is set aside for the Christian in the New Testament, all right? So, um, so, so, uh, so tonight, we're just going to take a real brief look um, at this, and then we'll get into um, a time of prayer, okay? So the Bible says in Ephesians 4, 27, we're just going to look at this one verse, okay? And in the context of this, because I know I've got, you know, our theologians that are watching it in the room, praise the Lord, so you always had to get Bible, right? And uh, which is good, okay? And so, uh, so Ephesians four twenty seven. The context. I'm um, actually. I think I'm supposed to pray. Let me just stop for a second and pray. I keep feeling prompted uh, by the Holy Spirit. Father, thank you for. Um, I thank you for the person of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for your gentle nudges, um, your touches, your leadings. Um, Lord, I just submit my will to yours tonight. Um, we submit our will to yours tonight, and we ask, uh, Lord, that you would fill us up until we overflow. Um, the, the wells of living water that you spoke through uh, the mouth of your servant, the Lord Jesus, that you said would never run dry. Um, Lord, I just thank you that uh, you're allowing us, even tonight, to partake of those waters, to drink deep, Lord, so that we would never thirst again. Father, we humble ourselves under your mighty hand. And ask, Lord, that you would bless us tonight with uh, inspiration, revelation, illumination, um, so that we can ultimately have transformation unto the glory of God our Father. We honor you and uh, thank you, God, for the kingdom of God arising in power, authority, and demonstration in this place tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So in the context of this, this passage, um, Ephesians 4.27 it's actually referencing or talking about anger. It says uh, Paul is writing uh, this treatise to uh, some people in the church um, in Ephesus. And, uh, and if you read the previous passages outside of 27, you'll see exactly what he's talking about. But he says, uh, be angry and do not sin. And so he's not telling them a command to be angry, but he's saying that if you get angry, there's nothing wrong with anger. Anger is actually an emotion that comes from God, all right? But it's what we do or how we respond to anger um, that can get us in trouble. And uh, because anger, you know, it's, it's interesting that the word emotion um, has a verb in it talking about motion, movement. And so emotions, they move us. And they can either move us into the will of God 
or they can move us out of the will of God. Amen? And anger is one of those emotions that can move you out of the will of God very fast if you do not know how to dial your emotions back, okay? And um, so whatever it takes for, for each one of you, because um, we all know it, our own selves, right? You know your own self, and, uh, and I hope that you are aware of the triggers um, in your life, right? The triggers, so whether it's with uh, emotion or whatever it might be, being aware of those triggers so that you do not um, set yourself up for failure. You don't want to walk into um, a trap um, when you get angry because if you get angry, and anger can then turn into rage. And if you get to a place of rage, the next place is out of control. And, uh, and, you, and if you get out of control, um, there's no telling what any person might do. Um, you can, you know, you can, you know, punch something, you pull something out and stab somebody, shoot someone, and you didn't mean it, right? But it's what's happened when, um, when we don't exercise the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is self-control, um, in every area of our life, even when we are angry. And so Paul is writing and he's saying to the, to the, uh, to the believers in Ephesus, he said, be angry, but don't sin. And don't let the sun go down on your wrath, because if you do that, you give place to the devil, okay? You give place to the devil. Now, um, this is just, so even though in this context is talking about anger, I want to actually use this passage to just show how we give place to the devil overall as a whole as believers, okay? We give place. So people, non-believing people can give place, and also believing people can, can give place. And, uh, and, and, you know, we just have to dispel or debunk the myths or the untruths that, um, that certain things can't happen to God-fearing, Jesus-loving people um, because we're saved and we're washed by the blood. Well, we know that that ain't true. I mean, all you have to do, you don't need no Bible reference to that. All you have, just look at life. Amen? Just look at, look at life, okay? Look at life. And so place. So that word, I have it highlighted for a reason. So place is the Greek word topos. Topos, all right? It's where we get our English word topography, like a topographical map. Topos. And topos means a place that has been marked off. A place, a geographical place or location that has been marked off, all right? Now, without getting uh, too deep or into too much uh, conversation, um, you know, just think about, so topos means a geographical, like a piece of land that has been marked off. So, you know, like you have um, boundary markers, like if you own a property, and you have boundary lines, and you may can't see them, but they are, um, it's, it's written into the blueprints at the assessor's office, the tax assessor's office in whatever county that you live in, right? There's boundary lines. And so, you know, it, it behooves us to know those boundaries, uh, particularly if you're cutting grass or you have to pay taxes on that house because you don't want to pay taxes for your house and for your neighbor house. So there are boundary lines that mark off and show a distinction between what belongs to us and what belongs to someone else, okay? And so our lives are the same way. You th if you really think about it, we also are a piece of geography, a geographical piece of land. Where do we come from? We came from the earth. We came from dust, right? And when we gave our lives to Christ, the blood of the lamb marked off our lives. It, it put, uh, you know, just like the Passover, um, it protected the children of Israel from uh, that 10th plague that, that ravaged 
uh, the nation of Egypt. That's how the blood of Jesus and, our, and us living submitted unto his will, that's how um, it operates in our life as well. Amen. There are, you know, the old folk in the you know, old church used to say, you know, that God protect me from danger seen and unseen. Amen. And there are many times that God is working out things on your behalf and in your favor that you didn't even know, that you didn't even know that he's, uh, that he's working behind the scenes on your behalf. Amen. And one of the reasons that is, is because your life is marked off. It's marked off, you know, just like the boundary line between your property and someone else's. And, uh, you know, or the children of Israel, how they were preserved, you know, from the plagues. Your life is marked off by the blood of Jesus, okay? But we can step out from behind that boundary line anytime we desire. When you hear the word transgression, that's exactly what that means. Transgress means to cross a line, to cross a boundary. And so when God gives instructions in the word of God, he's not trying to be mean or bad father. He's doing it to try to preserve his people. He's doing it to try to protect and to preserve you, not to be uh, mean or religious or ritualistic or what have you, all right? And, um, and so to transgress means to cross a line that you should not have crossed. And we know that believers and non-believers alike can cross any kind of line that they want to. The Bible tells us things like, uh, you know, uh, flee from sexual immorality, okay? And, uh, for example, flee from sexual immorality, and under the banner or the scope of that word in the New Testament, you have things like uh, fornication, which is two unmarried people having sex. That is a violation of, of uh, the law of the kingdom of God. You have adultery, which is two married people uh, having sex, right? But it ain't, you ain't married to one another. Praise the Lord. Amen? And uh, God don't have any problem with you having sex. You can knock yourself out, but just make sure that you're bumping and grinding to the one you got licensed with. Please knock yourself out. Have at it. Praise the Lord. Amen? Folk be unsaved, be having all this sex. You got unfolk, unsaved folk have more sex than married people. What's wrong with y'all? You don't go to the gym, hey, make that be part of your workout regimen. Praise God. I don't know what, I don't know what be wrong with people. So they're saying to marriage retreat, so let me keep going. Bless the Lord, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so uh, I forgot where I am. Where we talk about? Sexual sin, Sexual sin. praise God. I, you know, that's how you, when you prophetic, you get off on rabbit trails. You know, you, you just, you know, prophets, you know, they like the wind of the Holy Spirit, the wind blowing. You just, you just, you just be blowing with it. You'd be like a kite in the wind. Amen. Thank you, Michael. And, um, and so, um, so sexual immorality. So adultery is sex between two people who aren't married to one another. Uh, you have masturbation, which is sex with yourself. Um, you have bestiality, which is sex with an animal. Um, you have lesbianism. You have two women that are having sex with each other. Uh, you have uh, homosexuality. You have two men having sex with one another. You have pedophilia. You have adults having sex with children. All of those things fall under the banner or the umbrella of sexual immorality in the scriptures. Okay? 
And the enemy seeks to exploit appetites and gifts that God has given to his people to enjoy. That's why some of the, uh, the most challenging areas to dial or to rein back in our life are areas where you have natural appetites. One is sex and the other one is food. It's interesting that the first, uh, you know, how he drew them away and in, into uh, sin or deception in the garden was through what? A natural appetite. Food, right? And so he wants to, he wants to pervert that which God has provided. And, um, and so we have to use uh, what the Lord has given unto us, uh, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, um, to ensure that we stay within our boundaries, Amen? Because if you, if, you, if you step outside of those boundaries, um, bad things can happen. They will happen. And a lot of people um, think that because there aren't immediate repercussions behind what they do, they think that they've gotten away with things. Let me tell you something, beloved. When the Bible says in Romans that the wages of sin is death, wages is something that you earn. Like, you, you know, most of us are going to get a paycheck this Friday based on a on work that we did last week. Why? Because you've earned that. You're going to get wages. And sin is the same way. Sin has a payday. And you don't, want, you don't want that check. You want that check to come back NSF, non-sufficient funds. You want that check to bounce. You, that ain't a check you want to cash. Amen? And, uh, and so the Word of God, you know, God, you know, don't be deceived. God is not mine. For whatsoever you sow, whatsoever any person sows, you will reap. And... and you're not discluded from that because you are under the blood. Amen? Okay, so, so our lives are marked off by the Lord, but when we um, do things that, uh, you know, whether it's intentional or sometimes ignorantly um, or, or a, number, a host of number of different things, um, we can find ourselves um, in the line of fire from our adversary, Okay? So let's take a look real quick at, um, at, how, at how we actually give um, place to the devil, how demons enter into the lives of people, all right? Because they're, they're, a little, they're a little, you know, a little tricky shysters. And, uh, and one, of the, one of the challenges with this kind or type of warfare is you're fighting against somebody you can't see. You know what I mean? You're fighting against, you're fighting against unseen forces, People you can't see that are very real, and they've been, they've been here for thousands of years. Amen? And the only way, they're just like, just like wind, like real wind. We know that wind, you know, we you know, can't get a cup of wind, but we know that wind is real. Why? Because we see the effects of wind. Amen? Like yesterday, it was, it was windy as all get out. Amen? And so how do we know that wind is real? Because we feel the effects of it, with the breeze, and blowing leaves, or, you know, if it's, you know, a strong... A uh, gust of wind, you know, it actually, especially if you drive a small car, it can blow your car on the highway. So we, we see the same thing when we deal with the demonic realm, that we don't see them per se unless you have the gift of discerning of spirits. Um, but we see their effects. We see their impact, their influence um, in the earth and also in the lives of people. All right? So how do demons enter? Now, we're just talking about this class. We're not talking about all the ones we talked about last with principalities, powers, and uh, might and dominions. We're not talking about those. We're just talking about demonic forces, okay? So how do they enter? Um, the first way that they enter is through sin, our personal sin. Sin is a Greek word. Let me see here. I think I was going to need the board. Praise the Lord. Uh, 
Uh, sin is a Greek word, harmartia. And it means, it simply means to miss the mark. That's all sin means. That there's a mark or standard that God has and, and it is our responsibility to try to walk according to that standard to the best of our ability, okay? And to not, and to not miss it intentionally, like, you know, be playing games. You know, like when, you know, when we were younger, you know, we used to do crazy stuff. Like we used to play this one game called Cut the Cheese. Did y'all ever play that? You'd be on a playground, and, uh, and they had all of the swing sets, and there'd be like six swings, and then, you know, you stand, and then the swing go back, and you run, and you, you jump, and you, you know, you, you know we was a lot skinnier then, so you could stand between them swings. The people are actively swinging. And then, you know, you, you jump to the next one, and people, you know, you could feel the gust of the wind from the people who are actively swinging. We call that cut the cheese, and whoever made it um, to the other side, you know, you were declared the winner. Amen? And, uh, but that was a dangerous game. You know, we do stupid stuff when we is little, younger. That's a dangerous game. And uh, because all it took was, um, was for you to miss the mark, run and try to jump in between them swings. And, you know, them playgrounds had wood chips. And if you slip on one of them wood chips, ah, whoo, <laughs> man, it happened to me a few times. It's missing the mark, all right? So there's a standard or mark that God has in his kingdom, and we're called to try to live according to that, uh, that mark or those precepts. I hear a lot of people say this uh, ignorantly sometimes. Uh, people say stuff like, um, all sin is sin. Sin is all the same. Ain't no big sin, little sin. That is completely wrong. <laughs> completely wrong. Because if all sin was sin then why would the Bible make the distinction between them? Why would it say, why would it call one sin? Why would it call one transgression? Transgress. Why would it call people wicked? Why would it use words like lawlessness? Why would it use words like iniquity? Why? Uh, yeah, abomination. There's, there's, you know, six things God hates uh, the writer of Proverbs say, yea, seven are an abomination to him. You know, and one of those things are people that sow discord among the believers, among the brethren, right? And so just like there are different levels of, of, uh, of disobedience, there are different levels of consequence that accompany those different levels of disobedience. Amen? The Bible says things in the New Testament like that you can sin a sin that is unto death. But if you see a brother that's not sending a sin unto death, it says snatch or seize or try to save him from, hell, from the hellfire. So there are different levels of, of um, sin. And we see this actually come over from Torah, from Old Testament law, the 613 commandments in the law, right? There were some things that, um, that if you did, like when Miriam put her mouth on the man of God, Moses, what happened? She had a leprous condition that came on her. And what was her punishment? Leprosy, and she was put outside the camp for seven days. Amen? That was, that was her punishment based on her transgression, based on what she did. But then you had Korah and some of the other men who rebelled against Moses, and they lost their lives, all of them. They family, they children, everybody. Right? So there are different levels of disobedience, 
and there are different levels of consequences that accompany those, that, those levels of disobedience. And, um, and so when we're talking about sin, I use this word as a broad sweeping term to categorize all of these things. But these are, the, they all do not mean the same. Even in the Greek, when you do a word study, they don't all mean the same, uh, the same thing, okay? And so one of the ways that demons enter our lives is through sin, our personal choice, us choosing uh, death and not life, curses and not blessing, us choosing a certain way to go, all right? So that is one of the ways, one of the primary ways that it happens. Um, that's on us. Um, so black Dodge neon lights are on, license plate GDP, gross domestic product. That's prophetic. 5845, your lights are on. Got a black neon. Praise the Lord. All right. Um, hurts or woundedness. Now, this is something that p- people do to you. Sin, you choose to be wounded, you don't choose. This is when someone does something to you. Um, they hurt you bad. They do something like they may abandon you. Um, they, may, they may reject you. Uh, one of the things that, uh, that we've seen that people can struggle uh, one of the fruit, uh, you know, rejection is like a root. One of the fruits of rejection is the fear of man or, uh, or, or, or um, what do you call being, uh, being a, a people pleaser where you want everyone to be your friend because you're so afraid that people will reject you if you don't bring your toys to the sandbox and let them play with your toys. Well, a lot of times that door was opened um, in your life when you were in utero, when you were in your womb. Maybe, maybe you were conceived under uh, undesirable circumstances. Maybe your parents hooked up and it was a one-night fling and they didn't intend on uh, uh, a person being conceived that night. They were just trying to gratify a, a, a fleshly or carnal desire, okay? Um, or maybe they were married and they were young and they were trying to get on, you know, solid financial footing like most uh, young married couples do, and so they weren't trying to have children right away, but the whoops, there it is. She gets pregnant, and instead of it being a, uh, a, an event that can be celebrated, it all, it all of a sudden becomes an event that's tolerated. And the baby, the child, you know, like if, if God can call people, he said, Jeremiah, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you, and I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. So before he was ever even conceived, he already knew that Jeremiah was going to be on the scene. He knew he was going to come. So just imagine when conception happens, right? If that, can, if that can occur, which we know we have a biblical precedent for that. So imagine if conception happens and that, 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 uh, um, that, that, uh, that embryo was growing and developing and, you know, systems are developing, cognitive abilities are developing, uh, so on and so forth. They can feel what the mother feels. They can, you know, they have, you know, hello, they have ears. They can hear the arguing or the fussing or, you know, whatever. And so if there are feelings of unwanting that child, they can actually, the child can actually become demonized in the womb and come out and you don't know why the child has rejection issues all of their life where they're constantly trying to please people. Why? Because they experienced it in the womb. And because the church don't deal with deliverance or spiritual warfare, we want to make everything case sarah, sarah, everything can be, can be, and we don't want to deal with real life issues. 
and dealing with it and teaching on stuff like that and moving in the graces that the early church moved in, people remain demonized for their entire lives. And they don't have to. And they don't have to. And so then we grow up and we see the fruit. They rebel and they tattoo themselves all up. They join gangs. They give their, their, their bodies to people, you know, uh, in a promiscuous sense. What are those? Those are just outward signs of things that are happening inwardly. And so we can't fault them. We've got to teach them. And then minister to them so that they, those captives, those internal captives can be set free. And so that stuff happens a lot. That baby didn't ask to be conceived and to be brought into this world. And so they experience sometimes wounds from the womb. And they had nothing to do with it. Amen? And so that is a very, very real thing how people get demonized. Traumatic events. Seeing someone murdered. You know, you grow up. You grew up in the inner city, in, inner, in, in any inner city in America. Amen? Like, you know, I, I, probably need, I probably need counseling from PTSD and all that kind of stuff. Because the stuff that you see growing up in the inner city, you know, we, you know you're, you're in it for so long, you just, it just becomes normal. You know, I can't tell you how many guys, I didn't, friends I've lost to, you know, murder. They've been murdered. I'm talking about friends. I ain't talking about acquaintances. I'm talking about people I rode with. And that was one of the things that God used to push me into his arms. Or people that I've seen shot in front of me when we shooting dice in, in an alley somewhere. Or, you know, people I've seen overdose on crack cocaine or whatever as we were running crack houses. That's, tra that's traumatic stuff. And how do we deal with it when you don't have the gospel? You try to, you try to smoke it away. Or sex it away. Or, 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 or operate in a fast life. Or drink it away. What are you doing? You're just you're, you're putting a band-aid on the pain. And you never address it or deal with it until you come face to face with the Messiah. Or what about people who have been abused, sexually abused, verbally abused, physically abused? Those are traumatic events. Amen? And you can become demonized through those events. All right? Uh, inherited ancestral or generational things. Bitterness and unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is probably one of the biggest um, areas that I see. The biggest areas that I see or I've seen where people end up uh, under the influence. Remember, the definition of being demonized is simply under the influence of a demon. All right? Just simply under the influence. And there's a wide uh, range of how that actually works. So you could be slightly demonized or you could be severely demonized. Or you could find yourself somewhere in the middle. And one of the things that I see where people uh, get demonized, it's a door to it, is to unforgiveness you know like we we espouse so many different uh, uh, positions or doctrinal positions or belief that the Bible doesn't even talk about like people automatically say or assume that if a person commits suicide they're going to hell you don't have chapter and verse for that but what we do have chapter and verse for is that if you don't forgive somebody the Bible says that his father in heaven will not forgive you and you will be turned over to the tormentors in that parable in Matthew's gospel. Because how in the world can we stick our nose up at someone and pray the prayer, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, kingdom come, will be done on earth as it, as it is, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive those who have trespassed against us, and we forgive those that we've trespassed against. Right? How can we pray 
religious wrote prayers like that, but have our hearts not actually be connected or tied to it. So you've got to forgive. I know that people do crazy stuff. They do, they do crazy things. You know why? Because people, even with Jesus, are broken. They're broken. And a lot of them are demonized and have been since they were they, in their youth. And they grow up with the pain. They grow up with the shame. They grow up with all of this stuff. And they get married. They have children. They work jobs. They start businesses. They pastor churches. And then what do they do? They end up hurting somebody else. That doesn't mean that we alleviate them from their responsibility, that they have to be held accountable, but it's a reality. We know there's nothing that any human can do that will surprise me because I realize the frailty of human nature. We're frail. Amen? We are, we are frail. And anything can happen on any given day. Amen? And so it's just, it's just a reality that when you're dealing with that, it's one, of the, it's one of the ways, one of the chief strategies of the enemy, of the adversary, is to get you into offense, to get you offended. The, Bible's, the Bible calls offense this. The word offense, Jesus said that it is impossible. He said offenses will come. It's impossible that they won't come. Amen? An offense is a Greek word, scandalizo, where we get our English word, scandal. And it literally means to be baited into a trap. It actually means it's the trigger that sets the trap. You know how when you, uh, like if you have mice and you put the little piece of cheese on the trigger, and they, they get, the, they get the, the cheese, but they lose their life as they're, presuming, as they're trying to get this meal. Offense is actually the trigger that sets the trap. And there are millions of Christians all over the world that are walking around in traps. All over the world. They're leading worship and they're trapped. They're preaching the gospel and they're trapped. They're, they're, you know, serving communion to people and they're trapped. They're parking people's cars and they're trapped. They're trapped. Why? Because they've lived in a perpetual place of offense. And there are some people that, like, they carry a spirit of offense. Like, you can't say nothing to them. Because they always, you know, you know people's perception is their reality. And you can't say anything to them. You always got to figure out, how am I going to say what I need to say? Because you know that they're going to take it wrong. Why? Because they actually carry the spirit of offense. And they need deliverance from it. And deliverance don't start with demons coming out. Deliverance starts with the discipline of following the pattern that's in God's word. That's forgiving others. Forgiving those people so you can walk out of the trap. And once you walk out of the trap, deliverance is the easy part. But people are trying to hold on to their hurts. And their, and, their, and their offenses and the shortcomings and stuff that people have done to them, but they won't deliver us. It don't work like that. You've got to forgive. The Bible says in Hebrews that, 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 that bitterness actually defiles the temple of God. Talking about human bodies. 
And I'm telling you, there is a correlation, beloved, between cancer and, you know, and, and, and heart disease and all of these things that are happening in the people's lives. There's a direct correlation. No one can tell me any different. Direct correlation with bitterness and unforgiveness. I've been, we've been praying for people in the active throes of ministering deliverance to them, praying for them, and the Lord, and a lot of times, it's going to happen, it might happen with some of you all tonight, the Lord will give us a name through the word of knowledge. And I'll say, who is Craig? I just heard that name. Who is Craig? And then they might just flip out. I'll be like, stop. Tell me who Craig is. Because God wouldn't have brought his name up if, if it didn't have something to do with your deliverance, with your freedom. Who is he? What happened? And sometimes we've suppressed things so deep in our soul we forgot that the stuff even happened. And that's an act of mercy, actually. But when the Holy Spirit brings something up, it's because now you're ready, you're mature enough to deal with it. And if there's some sin that the Holy Spirit brings up in your life, it's because that thing is not under the blood. Because if it was under the blood, he would not bring it up because his, our sins he remembers no more. So if he, I've learned in deliverance that if he brings it up, that that means that that thing is still active. It's just never been dealt with or addressed. And now because he brought it back to your remembrance, it's one of the functions of the Holy Spirit's ministry. He brings all things back to our remembrance. Now it's time to deal with it. And because people has been so deeply embedded in our soul or our psyche, we have forgotten how we've forgotten about the act. We've forgotten about the pain that's attached or associated with that thing. And so it brings up a flood of emotions. And so I, we have to tell people, hey, just stop. Tell me about Craig. Who is Craig? What happened? Oh, well, Craig, I was 15. You might be 45. I was 15 years old, and we, you know, we went home after school, and we were playing spin the bottle, and or truth or dare, and, and someone dared that he kissed me, and he not only kissed me, but he, 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 he raped me, he took advantage of me. The Lord says you need to forgive that young man. I can't forgive him. Yes, you can. No, I can't. You don't understand, Pastor, what he did to me. I don't have to understand. What I do understand is that you can do all things through Christ that makes you strong. I'm not making light of what occurred. I don't know what occurred, and I don't need to know what occurred. But God knows. And he wouldn't have brought his name up if it wasn't tied to your freedom. So I need for you to be obedient and release that person. And I've had people tell me, I can't do it. I won't do it. And at that moment, we, I pray, we bless, and we close that time of ministry. Because if you want to do that, that's on you. That's between you and your God. I can't help you. Nobody can help you. No one can. Amen? So bitterness and unforgiveness. Vows and agreements. Inner vows and agreements. This is another way that how demons enter. You get so hurt by someone, deeply hurt, you say to yourself sometimes, these are some of the most... Um, Dangerous things because no one knows them but sometimes but you. I would never let a man hurt me like that again. Never. Took advantage of me. I would never. And you ain't even told nobody this, but this is what you, your self-talk. I would never. And this is how sometimes the door opens for perversion to occur and people start having same-sex attraction. Because they've been so hurt 
by what happened that it actually physically turns them off from being attracted to the opposite sex. And what they are looking for emotionally and mentally, it starts to come in the form of same sex. And so a lot of people that have same sex attraction, they never started off with the intent to have that. But something occurred in the place of their soul that was unhealthy and unwhole and it caused them it was a it was a it was it's like a a cocktail of flesh and the demonic mixed together that produces that cause and effect and so they didn't want it to happen but what they needed they started getting from this individual and it just so happened that just the same way when God wants to bless you he'll send a person into your life when the enemy wants to derail you he'll send a person into your life and so they send someone, and you think that they're your friend or your buddy-buddy, and it's not. You don't even know it's a trap. And now you spend the next 10 or 15 years of your life caught in this relationship. Amen? God's got somebody waiting on you, set aside. They're praying and fasting and believing for a husband or a wife, and you're tied up in bondage to someone of the same sex. That ain't the will of God for you. And a lot of times that happened, that is a direct uh, effect because of inner vows, agreements, where we build up this inner Jericho. I'm not letting anybody out and anybody in. And you know Christians, you know, man, my God, you know, we got that thing good. How are you doing? Blessed and highly favored. Hey, how you doing? Praise the Lord, pastor. When people do that stuff, I'll be like, man, something wrong with you, man. That ain't even normal. Hey, man. I'm like, well, seriously? How are you? The joy of the Lord. It's my strength. Strength like no other, pastor. Isn't that what the song says? I'd be like, somebody please give me some oil. So what do we do? We set up these, these blockades. We don't want people anywhere close to our heart. Why? Because we've been hurt before, and that will not happen again. That happens a lot of times with pastors, with church hurt. With people who have been burned in the church. Hey, listen, don't think that because you got hurt or burned in the church that that's not normal. It's very normal. You, get hurt. you didn't got hurt everywhere else, haven't you? Wherever there's people, there's problems. You got hurt by your boss. You got hurt by somebody you dated and you loved. And, you know, you get hurt by a preacher and folk, you know, and people don't even understand the magnitude of the warfare and how it's multifaceted in nature. People didn't got your boss didn't talk crazy to you and hurt you. I don't see you talking about, I'm never going to work again. I'm just going to sit at home and work. I'm going to watch work on TV. <laughs> Sending your tithe and offering in online somewhere. Tell my Bishop Jakes is my pastor and you live in Alaska. <laughs> People don't do that with their job. They get burned dating. They end up back on eHarmony. You have bad meals. You end up back in the restaurant. It is an intentional strategy of the adversary to hurt you in the house of God and to keep you away from the house of God.
Because a saint, with, a saint without a savior, listen, man, you're like a fish out of water. You will never experience the full measure and magnitude of what God has planned for your life outside of being tied to a local church. Ever. 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 I'm going to just worship the Lord at home because I love God, but I don't like his people. Join the party. You tripping. You can walk away and stay home. I can't. And they really act great. How do you think I feel? Folks be talking about church. Your pastors get hurt more than anybody. Anybody. Folks. Hey. Uh, the Lord told me to go on sabbatical. Okay. Praise God. When are you coming back? I don't know. Well, how, how long did he say? I know he ain't led, he ain't told me, he ain't led me to that yet. He'd be on sabbatical five years. I'd be like, God, good God Almighty. I'm like, seriously, you didn't join other churches and you know, you did you, you traveling the world doing missions work. I'd be like, I thought you was on sabbatical. Sabbatical means rest. So people do that kind of stuff all the time. Or the time and the attention and all the things that you pour into the lives of people, and then when it's time for them to go, they only say bye. So let's not talk about church hurt. Amen? I could park, I, I could park tonight. I could deliver my own self tonight. I just pour all of my own doggone head. Just, just, y'all just come lay me out, Jesus. These pastors, they know what I'm talking about. These ministers, y'all know? The saints act crazy and God be like, but listen, if you love me, if you love me, you will feed my sheep. You will take care of my people. That's not optional. Amen? And so vow an agreement. Willful violation of God's word or rejection of truth. You know what the word says and you do opposite of what the word says. There's a, you know, the, that passage in Hosea 4, 6, that, you know, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. That's, that's verse 6. But people never read verse 7. They said because they have rejected knowledge. It's not that they don't have it. It's they've rejected what's been presented. And then the Bible actually says, and because you have forgotten the law of your God, he said that I will also forget your children. So could it be that men, that could it be the reason or one of the reasons that our children have been led astray or experiencing a number of things that they are experiencing is because the parent is living in willful rebellion. God said, you've forgotten my law. You didn't really forget it. You rejected it. But I'm going to help you out and say you forgot it. You've forgotten the law of your, you forgot my law? Fine. It's cool. But the, the repercussion is, I will also forget your children. Could that be? Idolatrous conduct. Idols, this opens the door fast for demonization. Fast. I was having a conversation. Now, you know, I don't, I, I got delivered from virtual fights. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fight. I don't fight on Facebook no more. I got delivered. But I, I had to swing on somebody yesterday. These two dudes.
And it was only because, it was only two reasons. Hey Amen, can I just be transparent? It was only two reasons. One is because they were ganging up on this girl who was just trying to just be cordial and very um, objective to the conversation. But they was like, but I, I hate religious demons. I hate them. I'm talking about with a passion. I have a very low tolerance for religious folk. Amen? Very low tolerance. I, I, I'm like a, a shark that smells blood when I see a religious demon. Okay? So they were giving her a hard time, and I don't even know the girl. I just kept on scrolling. But then when I saw why they were arguing, you know why they were arguing? Because they are part of, these guys were part of the Church of God in Christ, and, and the Church of God in Christ every year has what's called a holy convocation. And one of the speakers this year is Joel Osteen. And the doggone saints in the Church of God in Christ was manifesting like crazy yesterday. Why in the world would Bishop Nim bring him in? What's wrong with, what's wrong with them? Don't they know that Joel, he's a heretic and so-and-so, so-and-so? So, you know, I see that stuff. And normally I just keep going. But it was because the girl was actually trying to talk sense into them. But they were just so arrogant. Oh, my God, so arrogant and so haughty. And, you know, like if you are a part of a reformation or a movement or a church and you think that you got the corner on the market with the gospel, you need help, Jack. You need help. And there are churches that espouse that kind of foolishness. Amen? I love the Church of God in Christ. I know all the history of it. I was trained coaching. My father was an ordained elder in the Church of God in Christ. My mother grew up coaching. But I don't, have, I don't have tolerance for foolishness. At all. And one of the songs that they say, is that you can't join in. You got to be born in. Like it's a gang or something. What's wrong with y'all? You can't join in. You got to be born in. Like we're an exclusive club. Seriously. And so what I, what I was, you know, and I'm not even an Osteen fan. Amen. But I side with truth. And they talking about Osteen or whatever. And so I just said, hey, listen, listen. Y'all can talk about Joel all you want. But let's not talk about how you idolize your bishops and pastors and elders and dad Mason, let's not talk about that idolatry. You talking about what Joe does and doesn't preach, how about what your leaders do preach and you turn a blind eye to it? Who's the hypocrite? And they can't even see, not all of them. I mean, they were saying ignorant stuff like, well, maybe, well, maybe, maybe he gonna come in and we, we gonna teach him something. Maybe he can come and he's going to get filled with the Holy Ghost. I was like, you back alley. This one lady said this. <laughs> this, is why I, this is why I don't get into fights with it. This one lady said this. I could not believe what I read. I couldn't believe what I read. She was like, yeah, Bishop Nim, you know, they just trying to, you know, open the gates. And, you know, and, and, you know, Dad Mason prophesied this years ago that this kind of stuff was going to happen. You know, we don't need to open the gate wide to everybody. She was like, myself, I like and need a storefront spirit. I said, what? She said, I need a storefront spirit. 
She's talking about the kind of church. I said, are you serious? I said, that's your mentality? See, when the Bible says that Jesus came to seek and save the lost, it's interesting that every Friday night he ended up in somebody's synagogue. He wasn't out in the streets. He was in the synagogue. Why? Because they had the law, but they were still lost. He had many believers. Got to shout, to dance. We know how to buck and shake and twerk and quirk and give. and We know all of that stuff. I have no revelation of Jesus. No revelation of the kingdom. How in the world were the, were the rabbis in first century Jerusalem standing up every single Sabbath, preaching on someone, then he manifests and shows up and they don't even know that he's shown up? They didn't even know that he came. My God, that's crazy. They're preaching on the man and he's in the synagogue. preaching on this Messiah that is to come. And he's in the doggone synagogue. And he's standing up reading, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me. He closed the book and sat down. And they're looking like, who? <laughs> we got the same issue and problem today. So when we, when we make idols out of our churches, our denominations, our leaders, our movements, our families, our fill in the blank, Fill in the blank. You will become demonized. And God will turn you over, not to a reprobate mind, but to the desires that are in your heart. You're called to follow men and submit to men as unto Christ. When they stop following Christ, you don't submit to them no more. I don't care who they are. Amen? You do, you say, if you continue to do that, you're going to be held accountable to God and you're setting yourself up for failure. So idolatrous conduct, controlling relationships. Man, I ain't got enough time to talk about that. Controlling pastors, telling you who you, what kind of car you can and can't buy, what kind of job you can and can't work. I'm going to tell you how to do just word that just shot through my head. I'm glad I'm a, I'm a student of my own teaching. I'm going to go ahead and pull that thought down. Telling who you can and can't marry. You know, you know one, of the, one of the chief signs of people that have fallen away, Paul wrote this in 1 Timothy 4. When people are under, are under demonic doctrine, right? Doctrines of demons or devils, some of your Bibles say. One of the things that they say, how you know, is that they forbid people to marry. It said they try to put uh, something on foods, try to say, is this is more clean or unclean? You know, even that whole movement, you can get off into error. So they say that, and the Bible says that everything that God made is good. So that and forbidding people to marry. When you, are, when you deal with leaders or people that try to forbid you to marry, it is a clear sign that they're demonizing their thinking. I didn't say that. That's what the Bible says. 1 Timothy 4. You don't believe me, read it. Verses 1 through 4. Controlling relationships. Control is steeped in witchcraft. 
It's a work of the flesh from Galatians 5. And then curses. Curses, right? Curses can open the door and do all kind of heinous things, all right? All right. So, to receive deliverance from these things, you must be open. You have to be open. If God sent you here, it's probably because we can, we can help you in some regard. You have to be honest. There are times I pray for people, and the Lord very clearly will say something to me or my wife or the one the ministry team, and I'll say, and I know, I know that, that like the gifts of the Spirit, they can make us feel very uncomfortable because they like make you naked. And so if I, if I ask, like if I'm praying for someone, and this has happened before, and um, I'm praying for somebody, and, uh, and the Lord says, uh, abortion. And I'll say, tell me about the abortion you had. I ain't had no abortion. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. So, let me, did I, yeah, I did hear that. Okay. Because when you open a door for, a, through abortion, you open the door for the spirit of death in your, to just wreak havoc in your family. The spirit of death. He could wreak, you know, death to your finances, death to different areas in your body. Just death. Why? Because it's, it's, it's murder. It's hands that shed innocent blood. Same Proverbs, one of the things that is an abomination to the Lord. And there was one time I remember, in particular, I was ministering to someone, praying, doing deliverance, my wife and I, and the Lord said that, abortion. I asked, I asked her about abortion. And I did, and I could tell from her response that she was not lying. So I said, well, man, okay. So I would go back again, ask again, and come back with the same answer. But I know, I don't know how you hear, but I know what I heard. And I know that God is not the author of confusion. And so I know that my mind and what I'm hearing, I'm not making this stuff up. So it's something that is there, okay? And so when I pressed further and we asked the Holy Spirit for illumination, understanding, concerning the revelation that he had given to me, we said, bam, here it is. So this person had never been to an abortion clinic and owned a table, but took the morning after pill for years. And the Lord considered that abortion. So we said, ah, here we go. It wasn't to shame the person. We said, now nah, let's pray. Let's repent of that. Let's repent so that thing could be under the blood so that you can get free. And we did that, and that demon came screaming out. Yeah! Amen? So it's, it takes wisdom and patience as you're praying for people and ministering to people because things that you hear... Um, you know, may not necessarily make sense, but, you know, you know, God is on the money, okay? So you have to be honest, right? But sometimes, you know, in, in this particular individual's case, they really didn't know. But there are times when people know and they're trying to hide it. And so I ask once, twice, three times a lady, right? But if you continue to try to hide it, I'm just going to back, we're going to back down. Because we, we, you wasting your time, we wasting our time, and we, you know, we're we not going to do that, all right? So you have to be honest, be truthful, be humble, be desperate. Um, be desperate. How desperate are you for your freedom? How desperate are you? 
You know, Zacchaeus wanted to see Jesus so bad that this businessman, tax collector, climbed a sycamore tree to just catch a glimpse of him walking by. And because of his desperation and his elevation, it caused Christ to notice him. He said, come down, today I'm staying at your house. I like Jesus. Just give you instructions. I'm staying at your house today. I'm like, seriously? Did anybody invite you? <laughs> Thou son of David? <laughs> so be desperate. Be repentant. Be willing, right? Be willing, be open, and also be forgiving. Amen? All right, so listen, this is what we're going to do. So, uh, so those that... Um, we're gonna hold questions, and uh, we're gonna pray. For, we're gonna pray for people, man. And um, and you uh, may need deliverance. You might have came tonight. You already know. You like this was just a formality for you. You just like I already know. You know where do I sign up? And uh, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna ask maybe some of the men. We're gonna just bring some chairs uh, right here because they don't have to be dramatic. When you understand, we talked about last week authority. We talked about authority, amen. And so we're going to get some chairs, and if you need uh, deliverance, um, I want you to come and just sit in these chairs. We're going to pray for you. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. And if you want to come, you just come now, all right? What are some of the ways that you know you might need deliverance? Um, you may have uh, chronic sickness, like one thing or the, uh, after the other. You know, you just, you can't shake it. You might have fertility issues. Um, the Bible says in Deuteronomy 28 that God has blessed the fruit of the woman's womb. Amen? I mean, so you might have fertility issues. You might have chronic financial issues. Um, things that just seem like they won't go away. Regardless of what you do, they won't stop. Hallelujah. And, um, you know, you might have, you know, mental things that are going on. Like you just, like your life is devoid of peace. Um, the peace that surpasses all understanding. Um, one of the ways we, we kind of talked about a little bit last week that you know that sometimes there is a supernatural energy behind our, um, our flesh is that you actually desire to stop doing certain things that are Disple they're not just displeasing to the Lord, but they're also displeasing to you. You know, one of the things I've learned is that a lot of people, when they sin or they fall short, it's not because they're trying to be rebellious. They actually love God, but they're trapped. They're caught. They're, they're, they're captive. They're a prisoner. And the Bible says that Jesus came to set captives free. And so one of the ways that you know sometimes that you need deliverance is that, um, is that you can't stop doing things that you desire to stop doing. You can't stop eating. Like, you know what I mean? Compulsion. We talked about that last week. Compulsive behaviors. Um, you know that fornication is wrong, but you continue to have sex anyway uh, with someone that you're not married to. You, you know that masturbation is wrong, but you continue to do it anyway. Um, you know that gambling is wrong, but you continue to do it anyway. Right? So all of these things, compulsive behaviors, and, uh, you know, the, 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 one of the word that the Lord gave me um, a while ago is anything that is an aberrant behavior, A-B-E-R-R-A-N-T, and aberrant means abnormal. Something that is an abnormal behavior um, in our lives that um, is occurring and is a, has a pattern of occurring, 
um, typically could be a sign that there is a supernatural entity or influence that is influencing our conduct or our behaviors. Amen? But I'm telling you tonight that the Word of God declares that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. There's freedom. There's freedom. There's freedom for you in this place tonight. Amen? And so in a few weeks, we're going to talk about um, I'm gonna, the, the method that I'm actually going to walk you through tonight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to teach you, th- teach you it practically tonight as I'm walking you through deliverance. And then in a few weeks, I'm going to actually teach you this, and you can utilize this method as you begin to pray for people and step into deliverance. That is a, is a foolproof way, guaranteed results. Like if I could can it and package it and sell it, I can guess I give you 30-day money-back guarantee, it'll work. If they, if they are open and honest and truthful, humble, desperate, people who you're ministering to hit those targets every single time. Every single time they will experience a level of freedom. Amen? Every single time. And the only thing that stops it, stops God, is you. It just You put the brakes on. Amen? And so the same method I'm going to teach you tonight is I'm going to walk you through it be the same exact method that uh, you can teach um, uh, to others, you can use with others, and uh, as you begin praying for people, as you pick up this mantle of this very, very vital and important New Testament ministry, amen, and uh, praise the Lord. So, um, so this method is called CORD, C-O-R-R-D. The first thing, I'm just explaining real brief, C stands for confess. So if there's any sin in your life, and I'm going to walk you through it. Um, you confess that before the Lord. You don't call, if you're, if you're doing something that you know is not right, don't call it cute stuff. Call it what it is. Lord, forgive me for being idolatrous. Forgive me for fornicating. Call it what it is. You know, God desires truth in the inner man. Truth. Not, not you know, Adam. You know, what are you doing? Well, the woman you gave me, she... No, be honest. Be truthful with the Lord. Amen. So confession, confession of sin. 1 John 1, 9 says that um, if you confess your sin, God is faithful and just to forgive you of that sin and, this conjunction, to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. How does that cleansing occur? I believe it occurs through the ministry of deliverance. He will cleanse you, but you have to confess it. That's the first part. See, the O stands for overlook. It means to forgive. And so that's going to be a part, that's, it's typically the part where um, the car stays on the track or the car goes off the track because the Lord will bring people to your mind. He will bring instances to your mind. He will bring conversations to your mind. And he will show you at, in that moment, in that spur of the moment, where you erred. And now it's time for you to get it right. Release that person. Some of you have to forgive yourselves. You're so angry with yourself for, you know, for the, you know, things you've done or things you've not done. Maybe you're, uh, you're mad at yourself. You feel like you should be further along in life, and you're angry with yourself. Amen? You have to just forgive your own self. And uh, sometimes, so O is uh, for overlook, to overlook or to forgive uh, trespasses and sins. The R, it's two R's. Uh, the first R is to renounce. Um, at that point, I'll start to make very hard declarations and decrees uh, concerning breaking vows, severing soul ties that many of us have. Some of us know that we have them. Some of us don't know that we have them. Amen? Uh, typically, if you've been sexually active with someone, I don't care if it's been 10 years ago, and you have never walked through this process with the Lord on your own, you very well could have a soul tie. How will you know if you're constantly reminiscing 
on eras gone past like Lot's wife, you're constantly thinking back on the good old days. Or you know like you were in a crazy relationship, crazy abusive relationship. The guy did everything, destroyed your credit, you know, tore up your house, tore up your furniture, you know, tore your car up, and you still thinking about what you're missing? You, something is wrong. Something is wrong. That's not normal. That's aberrant behavior. That's not normal for you to still be thinking back. When you be thinking back, you should be thinking, God, help me not to have murderous thoughts. Not thinking about what you missed. Same thing with churches. You've been under bad leaders. They've been abusing you, just, just taking advantage of you and, you. and you missing that? Something is wrong. Something is wrong. Amen? Something is wrong. And so a lot of times those soul ties need to be cut. Those vows need to be broken. And, and at this point, it is so important for you to actually say out of your mouth, I, I break this vow. I come out of agreement with the kingdom of darkness. I come out of agreement with this man. I come out of agreement with this woman. I come out of agreement with this habit. I will no longer be a slave to fear. I break and I renounce that in the name of Jesus. Jesus, you are my Lord. I belong to you and you alone. Renunciation. Listen, if you hit them first three, the last two are super easy. The second R is repentance. Well, the Bible says like David, Lord created me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. Repentance, beloved, is a gift. It's a gift from God. That he comes, he, he endows us with a supernatural ability or grace. To, to turn our minds away from dark things to light things and cause us to be able to see to see more clear to see more clear hallelujah that there's no longer a fog or a haze that like sets over your life but, it, but it's a supernatural ability that comes and causes you to be able to see and understand and discern what the will of the Lord is. Repentance. And then the D is for deliverance. Now, some of you will actually start going through deliverance before you get to that part. Some of y'all, the Lord going to touch you right at C or O. And you know what? Don't stop it. Don't fight it. Just let the Lord have his way. Amen? Don't be afraid. I ain't going to let nobody hurt you. Just relax. Everybody just breathe. Take a deep breath. Come on, again. Come on, one more time. And that's exactly what I'm going to ask you to do as we start walking through this. That's actually a breathing exercise. A lot of times demons, they try to be tied or hide in the breathing apparatus. Because they're spirits, they're pneuma, pneuma. We talked about that a few weeks ago. And so some of the ways that um, you might, uh, you'll know uh, that, uh, that uh, a spirit is present, um, you might start to experience a lot of warfare in your mind. Um, you feel like, you know, like, I mean, you have some, some of you will actually start hearing voices. Like, you know, he's lying, he ain't telling you the truth. Hey, get out of here. Hey, go to the bathroom. Hey. Hey, whatever, you know, hey, rush to stay. I mean, any of that kind of stuff. I mean, that's very normal. Why? Because they know that their time is up. It's eviction day. Amen? And don't nobody like to be evicted, not even demons. 
Amen. Nobody likes to be evicted. So you might experience that. You might start experiencing where you're coughing, um, where you might feel nauseous around the stomach. That's very, those are all very normal things. And I have a very qualified team that is here today, present today, that's going to help us to walk through this. Amen? Um, and so some of you might not have any of that kind of stuff. Uh, you might just feel light, lighter, um, like, like, like something just lifted off of you. And, um, and you're going, oh, my God, I feel so light. You just went through deliverance. Amen? Some of you might start feeling tingling sensations in different parts of your body. Um, if you struggle with certain things, there will be manifestations in parts of those bo- in, in the part of the bodies that you uh, typically use for that, um, that, that violation, okay? Um, if you're stubborn or strong-willed or proud, you might feel something actually moving in your legs, right? Don't be alarmed. That's normal. What they're doing is they're scrambling. They don't want to leave, amen? But we're going to break the power of darkness over your lives, Amen? And command those things to go in the name of Jesus. Some of you, particularly if you're female, and, um, and, uh, and you have, you might start experiencing discomfort or pain in the, and might feel like in your, the lower part of your abdomen or your stomach, you know, where your fallopian tubes, the female reproductive system is. And that's because a lot of times um, when we've been sexually active outside of God's word, Without a uh, uh, person that we've been married to, we have been inhabited by spirits. and They come and they wreak havoc in the reproductive system. One of the things that, that uh, causes a lot of infertility, particularly miscarriages, are not just uh, physiological functions. A lot of them are diabolical, demonic entities. And so you'll feel some of that. Don't be alarmed. Praise the Lord. Don't be alarmed. Amen. And uh, God is going to have his way in your life tonight. So now I just want you to just close your eyes and just relax. My team, you guys can stand. Just stand behind. You just, just stay right where you guys are. Don't, don't uh, touch them at this point yet. Ramani Sundum Baby Begate Kale Henenenenikase Misububandi Sanka Debele Sumitili Create in me a clean heart, a clean heart, and renew a right spirit within. Create in me a clean heart, a clean heart, and renew a right spirit within. Create in me a clean heart, a clean heart, and renew a right spirit within create in me a clean heart give me a new start Lord I long for your touch and to be called your friend 
Hallelujah. So, Father, tonight we welcome, we welcome, we welcome, we welcome the presence, the power, the glory, the weightiness of your Spirit. Oh, Lord, thank you, Father, that you love us. You love us with an everlasting love. Oh, how you love us so. Thank you for these courageous and valiant men and women who've come tonight seeking a touch, seeking freedom and liberty. It's only found in you. It's not found in me. It's not found in any of our team, but it's found in you. And you desire to cleanse us more than we desire to be made clean. And so, Lord, we cry out to you tonight. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord, not because of our pain, not because of our past or our problems, but because you alone are deserving of all the glory. Lord, you saved our lives. Many of us, you've literally saved their life saved us, Lord, from, from losing our lives mentally, severed us, Lord, from, saved us from bad situations. Oh, you're such a faithful God. So, Lord, tonight we cry like our father David. We pray that you would create in us clean hearts, Lord. <laughs> create in the hearts of your people of space. A space so they can feel your touch and your love again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's been so long for many of them they've not experienced the love that you have for them, walking with you in the cool of the day. And so, Lord, we're asking for love that's been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Oh, let it flow tonight. Let it flow, Lord. Let that love flow. Let it flow. Because you said that perfect love cast out fear. It cast out, Lord, unrighteous anger. It breaks off disease. Frees us from rejection. <laughs> Free. 
frees us from the fear of man. Helps us to be honest. Free in you, free in you, Lord. Frees us from shame. Frees us from guilt. Oh. Frees us from condemnation. Breaks witchcraft off of us. In the name of Jesus, <laughs> be set free, you daughter of Abraham. Oh, from all the hurts, all the confusion, all the pain. I'm sorry what happened to you. I'm so sorry. You didn't deserve that. You didn't deserve it. And I command every spirit is tied to your hurt, baby girl. And rejection to loose you and to let you go. I break the effects and the influence of charismatic witchcraft and curses off of your life. You will live and not die. You will go on to see the works of God being wrought in your life. Every demon in your mind come out in the name of Jesus. Come out now. Now. Go. 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 Go in Jesus' name. Go. 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 Everyone, every spirit tied to all the hurt. Go. Now. Go. 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 Go tonight. Go in the name of Jesus. Never to be mistreated, maligned, or hurt again. Hallelujah. Out. We break the power of darkness off of your life. And renew right spirit within creating me a clean heart give us a new start I want to be your friend Sikure Beli Bituba Kande Shididi Kale Menonanesa Be Be free be free. Be free in the name of Jesus. Be set free. I break the effects of curses off of both of y'all lives. Curses. Curses every lie. Lord, may it be swallowed in your truth. May they not just have a power encounter, but a truth encounter. An encounter with the truth. The truth of your word. Lord, you are the way, the truth, and the life. Y'all come around here. Way the truth and the life. The way the truth and the life. Be set free. Come out now. Go. 
Go! 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 Every demon that took advantage of you tied to your identity. I command that you let her go tonight and come out in the name of Jesus. Come on, church, lift up your voices and begin to pray. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. Come out. Go out now. Go. Come out of her mind. Come out of her belly. Come out of her emotions. Out now. Go. Yeah, y'all got to get in front of me. Y'all stay with me. Out now. Go. 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 Y'all work with her. Y'all work with her. I take authority over this atmosphere. In the name of Jesus, I declare that the kingdom of God is on the scene. And I thank you that your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, Lord. And I forbid every demonic entity from bringing hurt, harm, shame, or pain upon the lives of your people. Hallelujah. Come on, just drink in, drink, drink in the Holy Ghost. Drink in the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, come on. Lord, I've, I repent. Forgive me, created me. Created me a clean heart, Lord. Created me a clean heart. Give me a new start. I'm gonna need some of y'all on this back, on this front line. Y'all come. Creating us a clean heart. Don't be afraid, daughter. Oh, the kingdom of God. Just y'all just hold on. Just follow my lead. Soko babani. Roshitia. Roshitia lende. Roshitia. Roshitia leba. Soko mbi. Soma. Y'all stay with them. Eka namani sita. Come on, y'all. Roshitia le. Just receive, receive, receive from the Lord. And renew a right spirit within. Oh, Gandhi. Subelinga. Sunda, some of y'all just need to just breathe out, take a deep breath, and just begin to exhale. Father, I, I confess my sin is sin to you tonight. I'm asking you, Lord, to wash over me, cleanse me, purge me, purify me. Hallelujah. Lord, I repent tonight. I ask you, Lord, I ask you, I ask you to help me. Oh, help me, Jesus, tonight. Lord, I forgive every person that has hurt me, every person that has mishandled me, every person that has walked church, y'all praying. Come on, church, y'all pray. Every person that has mistreated me, has been malicious to me, I loose myself from captivity. In the name of Jesus, I loose myself tonight. In Jesus' name. Oh, you've been rejected all your life, daughter. So, Kebe. I open the door 
that door, I leave that door open. And I command every spirit, every spirit that's on you to let you go. Go! Now! Go! Come out! Shut up and come out! Shut up and go! Shut up and go! Oh! And renew a right spirit within. Come out now! Go! 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 And renew a right spirit within. Yeah, bye bye. Yeah, get that to a lady. I need one of you ladies. I need some of y'all to, y'all, some of y'all to stay behind and flow in the back and in the front. Yep. Put her here. Come out now. Go. Come out. Come out. Ever since you were a child, you were misunderstood. Oh, no longer, no longer. You are accepted in the beloved. Go, go tonight. Come on, church. Y'all lift, y'all lift, y'all lift. Stay with her, Christina. Go, go, go. Dr. Linda, come right here. Go. And I for, just come right here. Stand right here. No, right here. In the name of Jesus, I break all of the darkness, even doors and vows that were open through occult practices. Oh, go tonight. Go. Come on, y'all. The kingdom of God is advancing. Hey, it's advancing. It's advancing. It's advancing. It's advancing. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Out, out, come on, temples are being swept clean tonight, oh, 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 yes, sir,
created me a clean heart, a clean heart, and renew a right spirit within. I created me a clean heart, give us a new start. Oh, I want oh, to be your friend. Hey, I'm a Keshokoringa. So, I break cycles, generational cycles. Hey, my soko. Shade. Rokele. Never going forward, going back and forth. Back and forth, back and forth. No, move forward in the name of Jesus. So aleba, hey ba ba ba, sukuri, sinde, sota ale, so maninika. Hallelujah. And the Lord says that you have to deal with this undercurrent, this twinge of rebellion. Tulingkan dele manisota ale, butukumama, tani, tuli. You have to you have to be more submitted than the next man because you have you naturally have a strong will. Hallelujah. And the Lord says that if you don't fully yield to me, my daughter, if you don't fully yield, that the door to demonic influence it remains as like a revolving door. They'll always come in and then out. In and then out, out and then in, harassing, vexing, tormenting, accusing, all of those kind of things. And so your deliverance is in your discipline of submitting. Lord, I submit to you when I don't understand and when I do. When I disagree, God, and when I agree. Lord, I submit my will to your will. This is a garden of Gethsemane moments. Hallelujah. Where you say, Lord, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, Lord, not my will, but let your will be done lord oh because when you don't allow the lord's will to be done daughter it's a place of idolatry because we say in that moment that i know what's best for my life i know i know i know i know what's best for my life and so full submission tonight is the will of god for your life in the name of jesus amen and renew a right spirit within Sumbali. Come on, come on, church. Y'all live your voices. Begin to pray, 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 pray. Sunday Ambande Ali. Hi. Sukuri baby. Sumbande Kandi baby. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, come on, y'all. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voices tonight. Come on, freedom is raining, it's flowing in this place. Gabby, Tina, y'all come. Sankarama. Team, y'all fall in. Y'all fall in. So that mama fall in, yeah, Hamali, Hosoma, 
Kudialama Kusoto Benika Kaneniali Mama Minana Kurenisite Aleba and I command demons that are causing sicknesses in your bodies every spirit that is invasive in nature and that is causing a variety of sicknesses in your bodies watch give him I command you to come out in the name of Jesus I bind the spirit of infirmity loose yourself and go tonight loose and go loose and go loose 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 and go loose and go come out now go out now out now demons that cause cancer come out go go in the name of Jesus I even hear this demons that are causing unexplainable illnesses doctors can't find what I was wrong with you loose the people of God tonight in the name of Jesus spirit of the living God invade this place invade invade this place Lord so my, Manasseh you just fall in fall in Sarah I can use you come on Manasseh fall in and begin to pray for someone in the name of Jesus every spirit that came in through sexual sin I break your grip tonight by the power of the living God every demon of perversion every demon of witchcraft every spirit of compromise every spirit of lust and pornography I break your hold tonight in the mighty name of of Jesus go in Jesus name go in Jesus name go in the name of Jesus go go in the name of Jesus I break every curse every cycle of failure go in the name of Jesus loose yourself and go Come out of the people of God. Come out tonight. Come out in Jesus' name. Loose yourself. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out in the name of Jesus. Loose yourself. Be free tonight. Be free tonight. Be free tonight. Sorry. Be free tonight.
Hallelujah. Come on, church. Pray. Pray. And renewed the right spirit within. I break it. I break. I break every stronghold by the power of the living God. Loose. Go. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come off of the hurt. Come off of the anxiety. Come off of the pain. Come off of the shame. Go tonight. Go in Jesus' name. Go. Go in the name of Jesus. Go in the name of Jesus. Go. Go. Out. Come out. Come out now. I take the sword of the Spirit and I cut the constrictor called Python. I cut you into pieces by the living Word of God. Come out tonight. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out in the name of Jesus. Loose and go. Loose. Go. Go. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Come out. Come out. Now. Go. 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 Out. Push. Push, Nina. Push. Push for your breakthrough. Push. Push for your destiny. Push. Push. Don't let nothing stand in the way. Push, woman of God. Push. Push. I break every soul tie. Push. Every, every wrong soul tie in your lives to people, places, and things. Push. Push tonight. Push. Push. Out. 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 And renew spirit within push there are some of you just lift your hands people can I just pray for you just stay right there just close your eyes come on just receive the Holy Spirit is all over this place he knows what you need he knows what you need. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, oh. A breaking for a breakthrough. A breaking for the 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 breakthrough. For the breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I war and I sever every soul tie in the lives of God's people in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus be set free Sherry be set free daughter from the pain of your past loose and go loose and go come out every spirit come out come out tonight never to return again never to return again never to return again loose yourself and go loose yourself loose yourself loose yourself and go loose loose and go I command every wall of Jericho to fall loose and go in the name of Jesus come on come on church the kingdom of God is advancing oh worship 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 tonight oh worship tonight oh many of you will never be the same you'll never be the same you'll never be the same oh in Jesus name you'll never be the same oh come on where are my midwives come on help birth them into their next level hey Felix Daryl Felix and Daryl Felix and Daryl y'all come there's people over here that need prayer there's this young lady Davida come over here come pray for her man of God Felix pray for this brother Daryl pray for this young man Davida right here right here pray 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 as like it's your own children pray like they can't get breakthrough unless it's dependent upon your prayers pray church pray 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 hallelujah 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 I command spirits of abandonment loneliness not fitting in not belonging the victim mentality I command those spirits to come out come out in the name of Jesus every demon rooted in addiction and compulsive behavior come out tonight addiction to sex addiction to your past addiction to dysfunction addiction to wrong things addiction to food addiction to pain come out tonight come out come out tonight demons of pharmacia that have you addicted to drugs pharmaceutical prescription drugs loose yourself 
loose and go. Tina, Tina, will you give me water under there? It's under the seat. Hallelujah. Spirits of anger, rage, frustration, hostility. Go in Jesus' name. Go, thank you. Go. Demons that cause fear, anxiety, and panic attacks, worry, depression, fear, man. Go in the name of the Lord. Go in Jesus' name. Fear being alone that will cause you to stay past the expiration date of relationships that were time stamped a long time ago. And you're holding on because you are afraid of being alone. Loose the people of God and come out tonight. Come out in the name of Jesus. Somebody. Bitterness playing the blame game. Being critical. Sins rooted in the speech. Go tonight in the name of Jesus. I break your hold. Even Sarah, Sarah, help her up. Even the ability to be negatively influenced. Those that are impressionable. I break the effects of witchcraft and curses and ties off of your life. Be free tonight in the name of Jesus. Every demon of self-hatred, suicide, self-mutilation, cutting spirits, Vows made with devils. Loose tonight and go. In the name of Jesus. Sukuba. Spirits that cause ADD. Asperger's syndrome. Autism. Be healed tonight by the power of the Holy Ghost. Be healed tonight. Be healed tonight. Be healed. Be healed from rejection. The Lord told me tonight before I came that there would be some that would be watching online and that you'd receive supernatural healing. Supernatural healing as a result of you tuning into this broadcast. Just touch whatever area in your body is afflicted. And as you do, I put my faith in agreement with yours. I command every demon to let you go in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of deception, confusion, self-deception that came in because you did not obey the word of the Lord. Go in Jesus' name. People that struggle with oversleeping can't sleep. Overeating, 
compulsive behaviors. He said, free tonight. The power of his love. People that have diagnosis, mental illness, schizophrenia, bipolar behavior, everything rooted in confusion, hysteria, hallucinations, hearing false voices. Oh, I break that over your life tonight. I prophesy to you that God has given you a sound mind. I prophesy a sound mind. I rebuke Alzheimer's in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Confusion. Mind control. Memory recall. I break your grip tonight. Go in Jesus' name. Sobale. Sukarene. Those dealing with asthma. This respiratory disorders. Heart disease, lung disease, cancers. I prophesy to you tonight that healing is your portion. Wholeness is your portion. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Those that are struggling visitations from incubus and succubus spirits that want to mishandle you in the night watches I command every door that's open in your life to close tonight close tonight and may every spirit that's vacating I forbid you to return I forbid you to return Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Come on. Anybody welcome the Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit, you are welcome. You are welcome in this place. You're welcome. You're welcome in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, 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 About a year, year, two years ago, something like that, where the Lord, the Lord gave me the strangest prophetic word I had ever heard before our service one Sunday morning. And the word was called doppelganger. Doppelganger. And a doppelganger is an apparition, it's an actually a, it's, it's a demonic impartation 
that came from someone unclean into someone that's clean. And what the Lord showed me through that prophetic word, what the Lord showed me was that there are many of us that we've received wrong impartations from sinning leaders, leaders who are bound themselves. And so now we dress like them. We talk like them. We preach like them. We sing like them. We pray like them. We shout like them. We dance like them. And the Lord wants to break that spirit of doppelganger off of your life. Many of you have many misprints. Too many prints where too many wrong hands have been laid hands upon you. If that's you, I just want you to stand where you are and just receive, receive deliverance or healing. Oh, hallelujah. You can't shake it. Just lift your hands. And just say, Lord, I want to be free. I want to be free, Lord. I don't want to be bound by witchcraft and control. Oh, the Lord, I receive. Just begin to say, I receive my freedom. I receive, I receive, I receive. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Come on, just receive it. Hallelujah. Where the Spirit of the Lord is. Come on, just receive it. Receive it. I break, I break, I break the spirit of doppelganger. Every wrong, every wrong impression, every wrong impartation that you received by the hands of erring and sinning leaders. I declare to you tonight that you are free in Jesus. That you are free, you, you are free, you are free. Receive, 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 receive tonight. Receive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh. Oh. Come on, just receive it. Believe it and receive it.
Hallelujah. There is freedom. Come on. If you know the song, let's just sing it. Freedom reigns. Freedom. It reigns in this place. Showers of mercy and grace falling. It's falling on every face. Oh, there is freedom. set free tonight be set free tonight be set free tonight be set free tonight by the love of the father be set free be set free in Jesus name be set free hallelujah hallelujah pastor the Lord told me to pray for you tonight pastor prophetess Michelle the Lord told me to pray for you tonight concerning the death of your son that excessive grief and sorrow in cyclical seasons would not try to come and overtake and overwhelm you. And I just declare that everything that the adversary tried to steal, as he thought that he gained the upper hand of victory, with the passing of your son, I prophesy to you, restoration unlike you've ever known. Lord, may purpose may purpose bloom out of the pain in the name of Jesus. That purpose, Lord, purpose 
purpose, Lord. Bloom out of the pain and take every hurt, every memory, all the disappointment and the regret. May she completely give it to you. I declare that you will not be a victim to excessive grief and sorrow. In the name of Jesus, and even as the enemy wants to try to come from time to time with an assignment of depression and heaviness, I break that. I break that. I break that off of your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That, that heavy cloud that acts like it doesn't want to lift. Oh, it's lifting tonight. The cloud is being broken tonight. The cloud is being removed tonight. Oh, oh, the assignment of the adversary is being broken tonight. Oh, Lord, and may a deep cry, Lord, of freedom and redemption and healing flow from her into the lives of other hurting parents whose children have been victims to violence in the streets. Give the Hagen's vision
Come on, anyone, just worship, just worship the Lord tonight. Worship the Lord tonight. Worship the Lord tonight. Worship the Lord tonight. Worship, worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. God For many of you, I prophesy this to you, amnesty, that you will not fall victim to your circumstance. You won't be a victim. You're a victor. There's a warrior on the inside of you. You're more than a conqueror. More than a conqueror. The Christ Jesus, our Lord. You have overcome. You are overcoming and you shall overcome. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh. Oh, I thank God for what what he did and what he's doing in this place tonight. Dr. Linda, you have something. Dr. Linda, you have something for them? You have a word for them? Just release it. Yes, Akaba. There is freedom. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come on, anyone love the Lord? Anyone love the Lord? Put your hands together and bless Him tonight. Hallelujah. Many of you will never be the same in Jesus' name. You'll never be the same. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dismiss. There's still ministry going on. They're still going to be praying. I'm going to dismiss. I know the hours spent. Hallelujah. So, Father, tonight, before I pronounce this benediction, Lord, I thank you for our coming and our going, for our lying down and our rising up. I pronounce your people blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed as they come, blessed on their jobs, blessed in their homes, blessed in their habitats, blessed in their marriages. I pronounce that their children are blessed that the works of your hand are blessed. And I thank you that the blessing of the Lord that make rich and adds no sorrow is stronger than any curse that the adversary would try to put on your life. In the name of Jesus, I come against tonight demons of revenge, backlash, and retaliation. Spirits that were evicted and departed and that will try to visit you again I say unto you as the Lord said unto the woman in John's gospel go and sin no more may every open door in your life be closed be closed may it be closed tonight in the name of Jesus never to be demonically influenced again Lord may the angels of God escort every person to a place of safety a place of protection
Lord, give your beloved rest tonight. Give them rest. In the name of Jesus. Give them sweet sleep. In Jesus' name. Now, unto each one of you, may the Lord bless you and keep you. And may the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the Lord lift up his countenance upon each one of you and give you his peace. May there be shalom in each one of your homes. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together and bless the Lord tonight. Oh, we bless your name, Jesus. We bless your name. And just know that deliverance is a process. There'll be many of you for those who went through deliverance tonight, there will be many of you that will experience deliverance over the next couple of days. It's very normal. Very, very normal. If you came for deliverance and you did not receive it, there's a reason for it. Doesn't mean anything is wrong with you. Not by a long shot. Go home and ask the Lord. Because sometimes deliverance comes in a power encounter, like what you witnessed tonight. But a lot of times it comes with a truth encounter. As you encounter truth, as truth swallows up lies we've believed in the name of Jesus. So go home, seek the Lord, ask God for insight, ask Him for counsel, ask Him for wisdom, and know that with God before you, no man, no one can stand against you. Beloved, be empowered tonight as you go. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You're dismissed.